I did want to get to the question about the um my my inspirational Latino ball players. Um, you know, when I when I was coming up, uh, I, my mother worked on 106th Street between Lexington and Third, in a beauty parlor, which was right next to the White Park. Now the White Park was like the rucker for El Barrio, all the top Puerto Rican ball players from the 60s and from the 70s will all come to the White Park. Now, um, there was a dude named Spanish Doc. His real name was Cesar Fantausi. You know, I I don't remember seeing him play as a kid, but I remember hearing his name, Spanish Doc. I mean, because I love Julius Irving. You know what I'm saying? So like, wow, there's a dude named Spanish Doc. He wanted to play in pro in Puerto Rico. He wanted to play in pro ball throughout Latin America and everything. So he wasn't always around in the city. Um, but he's certainly one name from my childhood that I was like, wow, this dude really turned it on, you know? And, um, and then when I was writing, when I was editor in chief of bounce, um, I did a whole issue about New Yorkian ball players, you know, that included, uh, Corky Ortiz, um, Butch Lee was another one. Butch Lee, his stats is crazy. MVP of the PSAL championship, MVP of the NCAA championship, uh, Marquette in 77, and then he won a chip with uh, the Lakers as a teammate of Magic Johnson. He got PSAL ring, NCAA ring, NBA ring. Then he goes to Puerto Rico. Yeah, then he goes to Puerto Rico and, and, and crushes out there too in, in the in the Balancesto Superior Nacional. Um, so Butch was an, was another one that was inspirational, you know, all-time, all-time guard, you know, born in PR, but raised in Harlem. Um, you know, Jimmy Carter, a.k.a. James Carter, a.k.a. James True, you know, he's a cat that, uh, see now, the thing about Puerto Rico, when I played there, the league, the league was in May and June. And then if you made the playoffs, went into like, into July. So a dude like James True Carter, I feel like if he was in New York during the summers, he might very well be that playground legend that a lot of people remember, but he wasn't here, you know what I'm saying? But when I went against him up in Puerto Rico, he played for Guanabo and I was playing for Alicibo. I never forget the, the day before practice because I wasn't getting a lot of burn my first season, my rookie season, you know. But the the coach, he knew how I could play, so he he said in practice, he said, "Yo, Bob, I mean, I, I didn't understand a lot of Spanish back then, but he was like, "Yo, you're gonna be you're gonna be James Carter for practice, so just go nut." And <laughs> he said, "Just go nut," and I said, "Cool, that's the, and I had I had my best practice because I could just I didn't have to my play, best play, practice. You know, so, yeah, it was like doing my little behind the neck passes and doing you know penetrating and stuff. And then when I was James Carter, yo, he played for the national team of Puerto Rico when we beat the USA. This is prior to 2004 when we beat the USA in the Olympics by by 19 points, which was the biggest loss in." Olympic history for the for the U.S. national team. We, for the U.S., we beat the U.S. like two, three times before that. And the main contributor for that was James True Carter. You know, he was from Queens. He's from Queens, but he went down and played there. Nasty. And uh, there's another dude named Munch, Angel Cruz. Mystery. Unfortunately, he, he's he's been missing since the 90s. No one knows if he was murdered. It's like, you know... But the dude was on the national team of Puerto Rico. He was from the Bronx, from Patterson Projects, the same same uh, area that, that Tiny Archibald came out of, you know. And uh, Angel Munch Cruz played at Clinton High School too, you know. And he was a and he was a monster, yo. And these are dudes that you know I wanted to document in the in the um, in uh, Bounce Magazine issue number nineteen. And I always got to show love to Coqui Ortiz as well because 
when I moved to Harlem in 2004, I was going to my Mars Park to play pickup. You know, so one day I'm hearing about this dude, Corky, Corky, Corky. I've been had heard about Corky. I, ne I ne never connected a face to the name. And this old dude, you know, with gray hair, you know, teeth, you know, looking crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like his his sweatpants all the way up to his belly button. Like, oh, you know, there you go, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, he walks on the court and let everybody know, yo, Corky, what's up? I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's Corky. So somehow we got put on the same squad. They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't have done that. They put us on the same squad. Yo, and I'm feeding him and I'm doing my little in and outs and behind the back and I'm scoring too. And after the game, Corky comes up to me and says, yo, papa, papa, he's smoking a cigarette. You know, he's still smoking a stogie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yo, how old are you? And I said, I'm about to be 38. He said, yo, come to the tryouts in the 38 and over and on 127th Street, but don't play well. I said, what you mean? He's like, he's like yo, I want, I want you to play on our squad. It was him and West Korea. <laughs> yeah. West Korea is another, uh, West Korea is another dude. He's not from, from the, the five boroughs, but he's from Long Island. He played pro ball in Puerto Rico. He dropped 40 on the U.S. national team in 1984. They had Charles Barkley, Pat Ewing, Chris Mullen, Michael Jordan. He had 40. Only Oscar Schmidt from Brazil was doing that to the USA Schmidt. back then. That was yeah, a that's killer a, right that's, there. That's a name for you. But anyway, so West Korea and Corky won the Warriors in the 38 and over league in Harlem. And they were like, yo, Bob, play, play whack in the, in the trials. So I go to trials and I'm trying not to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? And then Twin, I don't know if you remember Twin, his brother uh, from the Bronx, yeah, Dexter Gardner is his real name, but yeah, but his his brother passed away unfortunately. But his brother was nice too. So Twin and I, Twin and I, are in the tryouts together, right? It's not a tryout. It's like it's like uh, for the teens to you know to to figure out who they're gonna draft. And Twin goes at me one play, and you know how that happens in the hood. Like everybody, everybody in the gym is like, oh, you know. So I'm like looking at Corky. He's like, yo, don't do nothing. <laughs> so I came, I came down on twin and I did a, a half spin, right? I came back out of the half spin at, at the tee and I pump faked him. Twin said, shoof. And then I just tucked under and did a, did a, a off the backboard shot. And then I, I ran back and, and everyone was like, ooh. And Corky's looking at me. He's like, "Chill, chill." So I said, "I didn't do nothing else." And then they they put me. And then that that season, we went to the chip. We lost. We lost to um to uh to Doogie and um and Disco for a Browns uh, squad. To Doogie, let's give a shout out Great to Corky because uh, we were just down in Florida playing in the Masters Basketball Association, and he was playing for the '65 and over New York team, and they brought oh, back the championship. They brought, they brought back the championship. So shout out. To the Latin assassin Corky in the '65 and over New York team for bringing home that chip, baby. No doubt, that's my man right there, yo. He be going to Argentina, you know. He plays for Puerto Rico, '65 and over. He he gets MVPs everywhere he goes, yo. He's incredible. I love I love I love playing with Corky. That's my man. And we're yo we're, we're we're great friends too, like fuck teammates. Like he knows my son. You know what I'm saying? Like Corky calls me up, asks me about how my family's doing. I've looked out for him. He was in the hospital at Mount Sinai. I went to the hospital. You know, this is pre-pandemic. I, you know, I went to the hospital to check on him. Like, that's my man, man. I, I've hooked him up with sneakers galore over the years, you know. He'd be like, yo, Papa, I need, I need a new pair of sneakers. Papa, smoking a cigarette. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, now, that's a legend. That's a legend right there, you know. 
You talk to anybody who played at King, King Towers in the early 80s. Yeah. He's probably going to be out uptown on Saturday because they're having a second annual Black Rob Memorial on Saturday. Oh, okay, okay. Voice of Harlem is doing it, so he's probably going to be out there because they're going to have a Legends Dope. game out there. Dope. Okay, cool. Corky, if you hear this, man, I love you, B. Te quiero mucho. 